hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning Hamilton, this is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. Good morning once again. Jam-packed episode of the Hamilton Real Estate Show here on 900 CHML. We have a lot to get to today, including a, a counselor just down the highway that wants uh, to implement a vacant home tax across the Niagara region. We'll also talk about uh, McLean's list that came out uh, just recently about the best communities in Canada with affordable real estate. Brantford and a few Niagara communities are on that list. As always, you can go to robgolfi.com, tremendous website, robgolfi.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, search out at Rob Golfie. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast, past episodes, online at robgolfi.com and 900chml.com. If you have a topic idea or you want to send us a question that you would like to uh, have addressed on a future episode, that email address is questions at robgolfi.com. Again, send us an email, questions at robgolfi.com. Rob Golfie saw this on the Facebook page, has been recognized with the Luminary of Distinction Award. <laughs> this award was created in 2012 and is the highest level of the network's career awards. Less than half of 1% of all active agents in the REMAX network have achieved this award since its inception. That's phenomenal. Yes. Less than 1%. I didn't, I didn't expect this, so Phil, Phil must have brought this in. <laughs> no, I saw it on the Facebook page. No, I put, oh, you know, Phil, <laughs> Phil runs my Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> so the Luminary of Distinction Award, this is huge. Yeah, it, uh, it represents over 20 years of service and over $20 million in commissions earned. Wow. And that's what it is. That's, that's so it's of, a 20, 20 million yeah, club. Yeah, the it's, 20, it's, 20. it means I sold a lot of homes. That's yeah, uh, <laughs> over a long period of time. Yeah, over a long period of time. Yeah. So, um, and the thing is, um, it uh, it I was just averaging it out. Like again, it's the bulk of the volume is done in the last probably five years or. 10 years versus the first 10 years but mm-hmm. it's it, it just escalates because our business our business grows and grows and grows and we've got a large team and uh i was honored and uh and i could not achieve that without my team or even our our loyal clients uh that uh that helped us get there and, and i really appreciate that and i want to thank everybody uh for uh you know uh, me receiving you know this award without them i couldn't do it mm-hmm. did you yeah. know it was coming up you know what i got a call uh, from uh, head, like head office, and uh, and I, I mean, I, it just came out of nowhere. It's not something I look for, you know. Say, oh, next year I'm going to get this award. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you're keeping I, track, I, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, it, it's funny though. Uh, my my kids are more uh, pushing the 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 awards on Facebook and everything. To me, I'll I'll tell you, uh, I'm like I'm you know I'm humble about it, and but I like I don't. I don't tell people that. Like, right. I, it's I, not what drives you, right? No, it, 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 that's not what drives me. Yeah. What drives me? I, I love what I do, um, and I, I know. And I've never actually heard 
other realtors say, I love what I do. Like, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of realtors out there, but I truly, truly, uh, I, I love this business. And, and it was the right business for me. And I tried several businesses in my early 20s. And, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, try to, I was trying to find the right fit, sure, right? Yeah. And, and I lost a lot of money and, you know, made some money in the early 20s trying different styles of businesses. I, you know, I had a, a, a beauty supply company. I would supply hair salons. Really? What's the, what's the name of that beauty supply company? It, it again? was called Testarossa Beauty Supply. Testarossa <laughs> means massive. redhead. Yeah, it's, redhead. That yeah. beauty supply company today is massive. Really? It's huge. So you sold no, it? No, 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 no. So what happened was if I did I know we're getting off continue, track, but this is yeah. fascinating. So if I did continue <laughs> to operate, in which it, it was the early 90s I had it, and it was a heavy recession, and anybody mm. that's you know uh, 45, you know, late 40s would know uh, what that recession was. I was, I was young. And uh, it was tough. And I finally picked up the line that I was looking for. I was in the business for four or five years. I finally picked up a line. It was called Schwarzkopf. And women would know this because Schwarzkopf is a line that that a lot of women use to color their hair. Mm. So me, I was was hustling trying to get this uh, uh, line of products. And once I had that, that would have escalated my business to a different level. I finally get it. And I was burnt out. Oh, no. And I said, I, I'm not interested. I'm getting out. I'm getting out of this business. Wow. I, uh, I, was, uh, I was exhausted. I had accounts receivables and, you know, people owed me money and I had to hold inventory. It was, it was, it was a tough business. Yeah. It was tough. I was in also in the advertising business there in, uh, in, uh, in my 20s. I, I, Rick, if, if you saw my resume in the early 20s, you would, you would either have said, uh, I don't know if I want this guy because he's he's doing. He, I did he's different businesses, yeah. but that's how I got my master's degree in uh, in, 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 in entrepreneurship. <laughs> I, I I lost a lot of money in my in my in my twenties, but I made up for it in my uh, in my thirties, forties. Right. Yeah. So, what drew you to the beauty supply area? Was there? Well, I'm you know the guy that's cutting my hair. You know, we just got talking, really? and he said you got to get in this business. So wow. I got in blind blindfolded. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I wish I knew. Uh, uh, the business more, and I probably would have uh, I saved a lot of money and probably not have lost as much money. It's always good to research it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I walk. I don't run, meaning I walk and climb s- uh, slow and steady instead mm-hmm. of fast and furious. So that it, you know, um, be, and 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 that's how I've built up the, the business that I have t- uh, today. But uh, but but Rick, if you saw everything that I've done, I've done import export from China. <laughs> You know, I remember in the in late God. '80s, where you know people are, you know, the uh, all the different gadgets. Remember the gadgets? You whistle, you can find your keys. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know those, those kind of things. Um, yeah, just all sorts of things. I, I, you would, you would laugh. Nice. You would really laugh. But it was, but you know what? Um, to get, you know, I had to pay a price to get to this level, and uh, you know, and, and again, with the help of uh, you know my kids and my team mm-hmm. and the clients supporting us, it uh, it's been much appreciated. You mentioned the, uh, the the volume of sales mostly towards the last half decade. Did you envision that when you first became a real estate agent that there was going to be these ebbs and flows? No, you know what? When I first got in the business, it, it, it was more survival mode. <laughs> I says I got to do something right. because I basically exhausted all my funds. That's what they say about any business. You just got to yeah. survive the first year. Yeah. So so then after that, you know, I would watch, uh, you know, other teams and stuff. I, you know, I think I can do that. That's where I want to get to. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of followed the the leader. And uh, just found, you know, the, the, the person that was, you know, the, the dominant 
factor. Now, now what I do is I uh, I follow bigger leaders in the U.S. Um, and uh, you know, there's a few leaders I, I follow in Canada, but uh, um, but I, I I have a tendency of uh, you know going to seminars and and learning how to better my business. And when I say better, is also better service. And that that is a big key for for me to to help uh, my clients. But uh, but like I said, nobody loves this business better than me. Mm-hmm. I, I I I challenge anybody and everybody when they know me personally, uh, they they can they say, Rob, I can really tell that you you know I mean, no one like if you love what you do, you're going to be great at it. And and I love what I do. So you know it worked out it worked out fantastic. So I'm I'm happy. As long as I continue what I'm doing, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to enjoy this business. So you've set the bar for Phil. 20 years, <laughs> 20 <Yeah>. million. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that something you look at, Phil, and say, no. this, this is something that one day I hope to achieve? He's, he's going to inherit it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He's going to inherit He's going to take the easy road. Yeah. But what, he, I mean, those are daunting he, numbers, he, right? He started a lot later than I did, though. So I can get oh, yeah, there true. in terms of a, a younger age. Right. Yeah. I can yeah. get there a lot quicker. That's right. That's yeah. right. With yeah. a lot He's got with a lot less years or Yeah. The, the thing is though, it's a mar- lot less work. A lot of it is market dependent too, right? I mean if you're in a I don't know, p- pick a market out there, a Barry, a Thunder yeah. Bay, yeah. Yeah. whatever, it might yeah. not be the same, right? You know, you're 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 absolutely right about that because I'll I'll tell you like I talk to agents in all across the Canada United States and their mar- every market's different. And I, okay, again, I got lucky. This Hamilton market um, was right in line for perfect for me right. to to go into. Now, if I was in a different market, maybe you know, like, like it could have been a more depressed market. Like I, I know agents that they're in a market where their average sale price is one hundred and fifty thousand in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and that that's all. Even Windsor, I have, I have a buddy in Windsor. I mean, like like to sell a, a three hundred thousand dollar home. Is like wow, like it's like like us selling a like an eight hundred thousand dollar, nine hundred thousand yeah. dollar home. So, so it, it's tougher for for guys like that to get there. So, so it, it's you know it uh, it's uh, different markets. I I think I lucked out, and you know we're now we expanded to the Niagara market mm-hmm. quite a bit. We're doing a lot of business out there, and the Niagara market's also a great market. We just we follow the trends. So the key thing is. I follow the trends. We know the trend is going towards Hamilton, Niagara. So we're that's that's where we're focusing on, and we're and and it's been it's been good for us. Nice. Uh, again, Rob Golfi uh, recognized with the Luminary of Distinction Award. It's pretty cool. Twenty uh, years and twenty million dollars in sales, and and one of the unique stats is less than half of one percent of all active agents in uh, the Remax network. Uh, have this award. So that's pretty cool. You mentioned Niagara just before the break. We've got a couple of minutes. Uh, a St. Catharines counselor wants a vacant home tax across Niagara. This uh, They have it in the B.C. area, certainly in Vancouver. Um, could this fly? Is there enough? It, it, it won't, I don't think it'll fly. No, eh? you know, there's, I don't think there's enough. Like, like, is there vacant a lot of homes? vacant homes in, in St. Catharines? I, I don't know. Uh, do, Phil, do you, do you know? Yeah, I don't know what the status. I don't. Is. I don't know why somebody's bringing that up. Yeah, like, the, the article in uh, I think this was the standard St. Catharines standard doesn't really identify how many vacant homes there are, but uh, you know there's a one uh, percent I think vacancy rate, which doesn't seem to be like large. No, like I I just I don't get it. Like like uh, I I just don't see it. They're, they're, it'll hurt them more than uh, help them. They, uh, I don't. Uh, they're trying to maybe raise more money in a certain way, mm. but uh, I could see if it was like Vancouver, 
where there's there's like, a lot of them. L- a lot of foreign buyers are buying, just uh, holding on to it. Yeah, and you know, and you got neighborhoods, you got neighborhoods that are ghost towns. So. I, I, I don't see it flying, in my, in my opinion. So one of the councillors commented uh, just saying uh, it will ideally help solve the problem of uh, vacant homes, again, at around 1%, uh, by adding a lot more stock to the rental market. I, I it, guess, but we were it, talking it, 1%. That's not a yeah, lot. If, if I would say that St. Catharines and Niagara has more rentals available than any other city or town in the, in, in the Golden Horseshoe area. Mm-hmm. So. In terms of, you know, is it is it a huge problem for them? Perhaps. But I think, it, you know, what they're looking to do is is bring down the, the uh, overall rental rate. I know the, you know, if you're in terms of a real estate investment or a real estate investor, the cash flow on rentals in Niagara is much stronger and much higher in comparison to cash flow on rentals in Hamilton and, and, it, and it, this area. It's it's a lot cheaper home prices and, and a lot stronger market rents. Still to come, uh, when will the Toronto real estate market crash? I saw this headline on a REMAX blog and it caught my eye. We'll also talk about best communities in Canada with affordable real estate. Some Niagara communities are on that list. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio this fine morning with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, RobGolfie.com, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. Whether you download it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get it, download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or you would like us to answer that question on the show or uh, have a topic idea for us to toss around, send us an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Did you guys want to get into the Pat Masutano house up for sale? Yeah. I, this you this know is what? really intriguing. I, I, I was away and I just, I, found, I, just, I just found out about it. And, uh, yeah, surprisingly. But there's three houses for sale on that street. And this is St. Clair Boulevard? This is St. Clair Boulevard. Great street. Um, And you know what? Now, okay, now his house is up for sale, what, $6.99, Phil? Yeah. So $6.99. There's there's two other houses on on that street, very close to where he is. Mm -hmm. And I think one's listed at $6.89, and the other one, I think, $6.99 also. Now, it it depends where on St. Clair Boulevard, the size of the home and everything. Houses on St. Clair have gone up over a million dollars. Now, maybe because his is his house is for sale, the they uh, if his sells, the other two may go up in price quite a bit because now because people are fearing their lives, you know what I mean? Like especially with the drive by shootings sure. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody buys his house and puts an offer in, like I mean, he's got great publicity and everybody knows his house is up for, for sale. Yeah, and, yeah. So somebody, That's what I mean. somebody goes in and makes him an offer, right? The other homes on the street are going to be back to normal. They're going to be, you know, like they know this. Now Pat's gone. But from, do you think the other homes aren't selling because of Pat? Because yeah, of yeah, where Pat absolutely. I think so. I think so. Do you also think the price is a little depressed because? I, I, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. But, and I think the price is a little depressed because of the fact 
that uh, that maybe because they surround uh, Pat Musitano's house. Right now, he's probably thinking, you know, I got to get out of here because you know uh, there's too much publicity up, uh, on it, you know, with the neighbors. Yeah, you know. it's been a couple of attempts on yeah. his life. He's and been in the hospital. You know what? And, uh, and he, he probably doesn't want to do that to the neighbors. Like, I mean, they're neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even though you know his career uh, is different than most people, yeah. but. I'm I'm sure he's probably a good neighbor to them, but he's not. You know, good. You don't want you don't want to owe the guy money. You yeah, don't want exactly, to owe the guy the money. Exactly. So and he probably just wants to get out of town. He too. just he just probably want. You know what? He's probably looking for a safer place to live. Yeah. Like it's too open there for him. I mean, there's been it's a accessible. Right? Yeah, there's right. been a car crash in front of his house with shooting and everything. I think I think he's realizing. You know what? I better give these neighbors a break mm-hmm. and move into the country someplace. Um, but otherwise, I think if somebody took a run and made an made. Uh, Pat Musitano an offer on his house and probably went aggressive. The other houses probably will end up. I don't think it'll hurt the value of the other houses. I really don't think. I think if somebody picked it up and he's out of that neighborhood, he, I think the other houses an, will climb back. From an up outsider in value. that doesn't know all the backstory behind this, right? Say, you know, maybe you're not paying attention to to you know there's right. got to be story that's been captivated you know basically the entire hamilton news cycle yeah. for so long so the disclosure on this house would oh, be yes. you know there's gunshots in the windows well uh, no they the, probably they probably see that but no you would have to disclose that that there's been attempted murders at this house right uh because of a of of a crime family right. but um if if somebody can live with that no problem. It's just as long as you let the other crime families know that he's moved. He's <laughs> not, not, no listen, longer living listen, here. You put a big sign on the front lawn. <laughs> moved. He has moved. <laughs> moved move to new address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But otherwise. Uh, Under new management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but, but uh, and then, uh, then also you get people knocking on the front door. Hey, do you know the address where he moved to? <laughs> where, where is he now? <laughs> but, but otherwise, yeah, like he's just, uh, you know, he's just moving out of the neighborhood because he probably, he probably wants to give it, you know, give the neighbors a, a break. Sure. I, 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 I could, I could see that. So when Hamilton police legally or, or any police, uh, whether it's RCMP, OPP, whatever the case is, would they have an opportunity legally to get in the house after it is sold for whatever reason? I don't. I don't think so. I. I don't know. Um. Um. Because I, who knows what's happened? Like, to the I'm house. sure. I'm not saying anything I'll, has. I'll, I'll, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, he probably would have a house that has already been searched. Right. But for them to search, they have to have a. a, a, a um. They have to have a, a reason, a I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a. I'm, but I'm he not hasn't from, done anything wrong. No. What's Pat Musitano done wrong? Well, well like, recently, we yeah, don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. We don't know. We don't yeah, know, we don't I know mean, but yeah. he hasn't done anything to, to Well, we know to he's, yeah, he hasn't that. been charged with yeah, anything, right? Yeah, nothing. No, right? no. So they, there's no right to, to, to search his house. Right. But, but, I mean, I'm sure he's got little private little compartments in his house that would <laughs> be hard to find. Sure, yeah. But, maybe, maybe he forgets something yeah, in the attic. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? Be interesting. I'll, 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 I'll tell you something. I can't remember when this happened or which house it happened to, um, but I remember uh, somebody telling me that uh, they, uh, their clients bought a house, and in the attic, there and and this was a crime family house from way back. We're talking way way back, mm. and uh, they found a gun in the attic. Yeah, like it was like like here's a like a gun. Right. So, and sometimes these uh, you know guys they probably forget where they put all their guns. I mean, they probably have twenty of them you sure. know, hidden all over under the yeah. coffee table in the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> yeah. under the Who bed. knows? Yeah, you know. Whatever. But uh, I watch too many movies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it's uh, no. I don't think I don't think it'll hurt it. I mean, if I was looking at a house like that and and I understand the story, 
I like reading in the papers mm-hmm. what's going on. They're, they're, he is a targeted person. Yeah. Once he's moved out of that area, they will know, and that's it. So, so and uh, so it's six ninety nine. Uh, the, yeah. the the listing price. Yeah. When you say go in aggressive, do you mean a little bit lower, knowing that he wants to get out of there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. unless you know, I mean, like, I mean, he's gotten tons of publicity. So, so here's an opportunity for someone, and and depends it depends how much he wants to sell his house for. But here's an opportunity for someone to go in and and make you know an aggressive offer uh, on price mm-hmm. and 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 pick up a really good house. You know, after the dust settles, like after he's moved out, and uh, you know, after the dust settles. Like nobody's gonna go. Nobody's gonna go to that house. I mean, uh, you know, like uh, hopefully all the other crime families know he's moved. I mean, if one misses it, then we got right. a problem. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know, but uh, but I, I think somebody's got an opportunity to pick up a good price. Yeah. You know, who knows? With all the publicity, he may even get multiple offers. Could you be. Know. I was going to say, do you expect a bidding more because of the price and the uh, area? You know what? He's in line with the other two that are for sale. Right. So, like, unless he's got, uh, you know, some, you know, beautiful stuff done inside. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't gone inside, and I don't, and I don't want to be the realtor that goes inside and be a snoop, like, be snoopy yeah, about no. it. Be a, you know, I, I, unless, it unless eerie feeling. It yeah. would be an eerie no. feeling just walking through the no. house. And yeah, but especially for somebody who who doesn't have an actual interest in the house, nobody would do that. Nobody right. would just go view the house just, just to, to go see just it. to go see it. It's not. It's it's, it's bad business. It's yeah. it's inconsiderate. Yeah, it's, it's unprofessional, very unethical. Un- unless I really did have a buyer for that house in that neighborhood, I'll do it. But if he's got a lot of realtors going there, just trying to that's 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 not nice. Yeah. You know. Do you think because of who he is and those other two houses on the street that people would more be more apt to buy the other two houses? Well, I think I think there's a, a, a small percentage that wants to buy his house because because of they could is. say, yeah, I have you know, like I live in Best Boss's house. Yeah, I got a mob boss's house. Yeah. Like it's like it's kind of like a little bit well, of a story. The last, the last one was Vito Rizzuto, and he sold his house or he put it on the market in 2011 in Montreal and ended up selling it in 2013. Hmm. And it was a very similar style of sale, but it was a much more luxury style house. I think it was up on the market for like 1.9 million in Montreal. Right. And it was, you know, a similar thing where it gained this national exposure from people that were interested in just the, the crime family of Vito Rizzuto, and the house ended up selling two two and a half years later because hmm. of because of that. So it was the same same kind of thing at the beginning. It was it got all this attention, but as people the, were the, afraid, you know, but but as the listing went, you know, later on, two and a half years later, it kind of people kind of forgot about it. Not not necessarily forgot about it, but the stigma kind of drifted away a little right, bit and, right. and people start, started to look at it as, yeah, it's just another, it's another property. It's, a, it's it's another house. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful yeah. place. So it, it, it gets all kind of, you, you know, it makes the headlines. It looks, you know, kind of sexy in the headlines that this mob boss or, you know, you know, guy that's been in the news so recently, yeah, yeah. his yeah. house is up for sale. So it, it, it kind of catches people's attention that, that, it's, it's kind well, of captivating. The, 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 the thing but is, when you when you peel it back, it's just a house. Like, but it, 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 but I think his fa- his father, Vito's father, was uh, I think shot in that house. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I, the I, one in Montreal. The one in Montreal. Yeah. So somebody actually was murdered hmm. uh, in that house, um, and I, and I don't think anybody was murdered in in Pat Musitano's house. So right. I mean, it's just that we know of. That we know of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But uh but otherwise uh no, I don't know. I mean if 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 I was looking to be in that neighborhood, you'd have to really think twice in the long run. And um and I don't think if somebody buys it, I don't think they have anything to fear. I, I really don't think right. so. Yeah. Has has there been a buzz in the community at all? I mean, you guys talked to other realtors uh, and... I don't I you know what, they're just talking about it, I guess, and you know, just 
it's just uh, any other thing. Any other listing. Any right. other listing, yeah. It, 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 what it comes down to is their value. Now, there, there could be a little bit of a depreciation value on it because of the fact of who's lived there. Right. Uh, but, you know, a- after he's gone in five, ten years down the road, it's just like any other house on the street. Right. Uh, this headline caught uh, my eye on the Remax blog. When will the Toronto real estate market crash? Uh, you know, obviously a very healthy market. Uh, some basic GTA stats. So this is more than just uh, you know Toronto. Uh, condos saw five point eight percent increase. Semi-detached houses up two point nine percent. Townhouses up four point seven percent. Detached houses saw no changes. Uh, there is a growth in the Canadian market. There's incentives for buyers, whether it's the first time home buyer incentive, the home buyer's plan that got a $10,000 boost. Uh, Canada's housing market really from coast to coast is strong. Uh, inflation not going up, staying steady. Uh, provincial gains have been uh, recorded across the country, including average prices forecasted to rise in Ontario. And uh, the, the final word, according to this blog on the Remax uh, website, is that for the most part, things are looking positive. So when I saw the headline, when will the Toronto really state market crash is this something we're waiting for is is there a a bubble that's about to burst sometime down the road i you know what i i i don't know like it's rick it's it's hard seems to out of left field doesn't well, it? well you know what i i was in i was in uh in uh the states uh this past week and was there a stock market crash this week <clears throat> in the u.s or somewhere uh, in the last couple of weeks, I know there was there was a big one because of the U.S.-China trade war. Right. Okay. So nothing else besides nothing that. Okay. massive. No. Okay. So I I don't know because I mean it's going up. We got immigrants coming into this country, three hundred thousand a year. Yeah. Um, homes are being built. Homes are being right. built. I mean, and the problem there is is it, do you know how do you know how they solve this this problem? Let the builders build more homes, right? And but they get but all these you know cities and towns they're making it tougher to, for them to get started, and I, and and I don't know why, but just get them the permits, get them going, and they'll end up they'll end up overstocking the inventory, and and then it'll slow down. You know, it, it'll be cheaper for people to rent. It'll mm-hmm. be cheap. Houses will be cheaper, and. And that's how you that's how you control the, the market. But right. when when the, the cities and towns are are making it difficult for builders to build, it, that means there's a lack of inventory. Is that red tape from a city's perspective there to make sure there's a steady flow of homes as opposed to a big rush? Let's open it all up, make it super easy. All these homes will go up, and then there'll be a trickle of homes being built. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's just uh, it's tough. Like I mean, uh, you know. Traditionally, usually there's a a market correction, you know, within every seven to ten years. Mm -hmm. And the last time we had a a bit of a correction was 2008. The U.S. went through a heavy recession because they they messed up with their, you know, giving mortgages to anybody that was living and breathing. But uh, in Canada, didn't have as hard, but we did have a bit of a correction. Uh, Not enough to, like... People were moving along. People felt that the companies companies felt that recession more in two thousand eight and nine than the average uh, consumer. Uh, corporations weren't making as much profits. Uh, goods w- weren't moving as much, but everybody was still working yeah. to a certain degree. Um, could there be all of a sudden? You know, we wake up one morning and everything just stops. That I, I remember that in the early nineties. Right. I mean, uh, it just like a light switch went off and. And you and and how you know there's a recession when you put up a house for sale and you know it's 
the, the value of that house is worth exactly what you put it up for sale and it doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. Then you drop the price. Then you know the guy around the corner drops his price and everybody's dropping their price. Then you know you're, that's, that's the start of, of, of a market correction. And then all of a sudden the second month, the same thing happens. So if, once we start feeling that, then, uh, then, then we're we're probably in a market correction, and uh, and then and then everybody has to you know reevaluate. So, what's the difference between a market correction and a market crash? Is crash obviously more severe. I I I, I, I don't like using the crash <laughs> word. <laughs> I like to use correction, right? Just to make it more subtle. But, but it's similar. It, it's it, it is similar. Right. Yeah, a market correction to me is like you know if you have a house that's worth five hundred now it's going to be worth four seventy for you know four eighty. And you could have bought it for five hundred. You could have bought it for five ten, and you know. Mm-hmm. So that means you're just gonna have to live there. And like I said, if there's a market correction, you just live there a little longer, and then it'll it'll come back up. You know, it it just it just makes it up. Two thousand seventeen, people were paying for houses a lot of money. We, we anybody that overpaid for a house, well, it it just caught up to that. Yeah, uh, we're it, at that point where it's catching up. Yeah, right. it's caught up. So if you bought a house for you know, one hundred and fifty thousand more than the neighbor. Well, now it's caught up, so you build your level. equities back up. You're right. okay, you know. So, uh, we don't foresee any signs of a correction in, in this market, or even in the GTA. I, I, I don't see it, but traditionally, and the reason why they're calling uh, a market crash a market correction because they're going by history, history stats, and that mm-hmm. usually works every seven to ten years. Right. So we we're we're in two thousand nineteen. Last yeah. the last correction we had was two thousand nine. So that's 10 years ago. So people feel – and to me, historically, I think if you look at uh, market trends, even with the stock market uh, or, or mar- market crashes, they usually happen in the spring or the fall. Hmm. So you know, so that's when they usually do it. So you know, so we'll find out in October. If we make it through October, then we've got to wait till the <laughs> wait spring till the next spring. year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, still to come, we'll talk about uh, the best communities in Canada with affordable real estate in 2019. There's a few local uh, communities on that list. That and more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfi.com is the website, RobGolfi.com. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast, past episodes, on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And send us an email. The email address is questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a question or a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future episode. Uh, McLean's Magazine came out with several lists in uh, one of its recent uh, publications, uh, one of which chronicles the best communities in Canada with affordable real estate in 2019. Uh, so they are basically from coast to coast looking at... They dug s- deep, eh? Yeah, big time. Some of the most affordable 
uh, communities in Canada. Hamilton is not in at least the top 100. It might be no. uh, well off the pace. Who knows? But when you look at the prices on this list, they're not that far off. Many of them not that far off from the average price here in Hamilton, which is you know just over half a million dollars. But the most affordable... Uh, community in Canada for real estate in 2019 is Salmon Arm, B.C., with an average value of primary real estate, is what the heading is, of $428,517. Again, not far off from what we have here in Hamilton. It still seems kind of high. It does. Yeah. That 428 number. So is that Salmon Arm? Salmon Arm, B.C. Salmon Arm. Salmon and then Arm, two words. BC. Uh, the top five, Russell, Ontario is number two. Tecumseh, Ontario is third. Fourth on the list is Terrace, BC. And fifth on the list is Weyburn, Saskatchewan. Both Terrace and Weyburn uh, in and around $250,000, $280,000. Sixth on the list, which I found interesting, is Haldeman County at $487,000. So they eliminate in any communities with housing prices over 500000 So these are communities only with an average housing price. Of half under, a million or less. Yeah, Correct. of under. Based on wealth and economy, affordability, population growth, taxes, commute, crime, and access to health care, and a yes. couple more, a couple others. So not a bad little list. Not a bad little... Haldeman County, though, you're thinking Norfolk, uh, Cayuga, Hagersville, Port Dover's Port in Dover. there, uh, Caledonia. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of great communities in, in Haldeman County. We're, we're going to start becoming a tougher country to move to because we're going to be too expensive. That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, you know like, it, 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 like I'm so, yeah, I'm surprised. Average sale prices are 400 Yeah. Like... It's tough. Norfolk County in there as well. Again, some of the same communities that I just listed. Niagara Falls at number 24 at $475,000. I was in Niagara Falls last week, saw Rob Golfie. Uh, <laughs> Billboard. <laughs> Billboard. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm all over. Yeah, Hamilton, Niagara. Uh, they they the, know the Golfie team, that's, that's for sure. That, that seems like an average sale price that's also high for Niagara Falls 475. as well. 475 so is high. You know, it, so... It, 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 there, it might be, you know, maybe maybe single dwelling homes. They might take the condos out of it. Who that's, knows? That's probably what it is because that four seventy five number for Niagara Falls is high. It's a bit jacked. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes, you know, when when the stats come out uh, with the Hamilton Burlington Real Estate Board, they combine the average sale price with the Hamilton Burlington prices combined. Right. But if you take out Burlington out of there. It, it, it'll bring this uh, the average price down, but we are over five hundred thousand in Hamilton. There's no doubt about yeah. it. We are over five hundred thousand. So others on the list at number forty three, St. Catharines at four hundred seventy one thousand, Thorold at four hundred fifty five thousand, another Niagara community. Brantford is fifty seventh on the list at four hundred twenty seven thousand, Welland sixty uh, first at three hundred eighty eight thousand. And I believe at number 82 is Woodstock, which is kind of nearby, $443,000. So a lot of communities, especially in this kind yeah, of area, sure. are on this list. Well, yeah, and Windsor, that's a border town, so they're down at 71. Like, yeah, look at it, 291000 Like it's Like, I remember when they were, like, their average sale price was 100 and 120000 wow. Like, look at, look at look how much it's ju- jumped for Windsor. Well, even in London, not too long ago, there was power of sales that you can, you know, pick up for, for 25 Five to fifty grand, and those same homes today are, you know, that were were sold five, six, seven, eight years ago are, are going for two fifty, three hundred thousand oh, dollars. That's incredible. So that that's another market that was depressed, um, you know, looking for looking for a boost in their economy. That's kind of hit the, you know, turn the corner, and mm-hmm. their average sale price continues to climb. There's, you know, we haven't seen a power of sale in a while now, right? There's, they're just not out there yeah. like they used to be. 
In terms of uh, uh, most affordable in Hamilton, we're still looking at Hamilton Center, Hamilton East? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hamilton Center, Hamilton East is, is definitely uh, most affordable. And, and, and there's, there's always good deals that come up. Always good deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the value there is, is uh, appropriate, too, because you have access to transportation, whether it's highways or the yeah. go, LRT coming in a yeah. decade. There was a house that came up for sale, and I think it was uh, about uh, 200000 um, You can't go wrong with buying a $200,000 house in Hamilton. I mean, I'm sure it needs a lot of work, right? But um, a house like that would probably, with a little bit of fixing up, probably be worth three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see one, jump on. Get it? it. Yeah. You, you know. So I bought one, and I didn't even see it. I had one of my uh, my other son uh, take a peek at it, mm-hmm. and I said, "Take a look at it, and let me know." You know, and um, he said, "Yeah." He goes, it, "You know, if you fix it up, you can do this." But I I, I buy and keep, right? And I said. You know, so I, I told him, put the offer in on it, and we were in competing. So, uh, you know, so the you know, key factors of competing is, you know, you try to get quick closing, cash offers, right. no, no conditions, and usually that's what people are, are looking for. Wow. So, yeah, so that's, that's what I did. So hopefully, we'll, I, I still haven't, I just got back, so I haven't seen it oh, okay. yet. So I got to take a we'll, look at we'll it. We'll get an update on the yeah. next show for sure. Uh, when we come back, some tips for you to add value to your home without devaluing it. We'll explain when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. <laughs> Last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them anytime at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. At Rob Golfie is the Twitter and Instagram handle. And uh, be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your. Your favorite podcasts. Uh, by the way, how's the thing on Instagram going? I you know on, on I'm, Canada I'm, Day, I, I, I'm, I'm working it. Yeah? slowly getting into it. I'm not doing it every day. Okay, but I, I'm working on it. I see Philip sometimes when I post. He edits my little comments and stuff like that. <laughs> Does he really? I guess you know because I'm the old man. He, Are he you getting feel, a good a good response? Yeah, you know what? Not not bad. I I uh, but it, it, I just got to build out on it more. And, uh, you know, I'm that generation that's not used to doing that. So mm. I got to start the habit of, of more doing right. it. But I'm doing it slowly a little it bit. It is a mental shift. It, right? it, it is. Yeah. So, like, you don't know how people portray. Like, people are like, oh, I don't want to listen to this guy anymore. He's, you know, but, uh, or like, they like it. So I want to make sure it's always good. Right. And um, you want to find that delicate balance, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Let's go through this uh, list. I found this uh, online and, and found it uh, quite appealing because uh, just a summer ago, I did a renovation of my main floor in my Hamilton Mountain bungalow. And I thought, you know, some of these were uh, kind of in tune with what we were thinking at the time. So this is a list of six home renovations that can surprisingly harm resale value. So if you're thinking about doing some home renos, here's some tips for you to take into consideration. Number one, uh, over-the-top kitchen upgrades. So this is really redoing your kitchen. Yes. Uh, I've seen a guy put probably a $150,000 kitchen without appliances. I looked at wow. it. And he obviously was looking. I, it looks like a dated kitchen. Really? I'm going to tell you. You walk. Now, 
if you walk in this guy's house, you're going to go, what made him think to buy that? Right. Like, it just it just looks dated. And it's a brand new kitchen. It's, you know, kitchen cabinets. Everything's all really custom, beautiful. Yeah. But But sometimes people, when you have too much money and you put too much into it, that you you think it's great, but once you put it into a house, you're like, whoa! You scratch your head. Right. So be careful. You could put too much money into it, and you're, ne- you're never going to get it back. If, you, if you're spending one hundred fifty thousand or sixty thousand, you're not going to get you're not going to make your money back on a yeah. hundred fifty thousand dollar kitchen. So how? Because the average price here in Hamilton is uh, just over half a million dollars. How right. much was his home valued at before the kitchen went in? Like, was it a million dollar house, and he wanted to? Yeah, well, it was an expensive house. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, a, over a million dollar house. Um, now, will he get his money back? I I, I don't th- like if I was looking at that house. I I don't think I'd I I would want to do something with the kitchen cabinet really? doors. Yeah, oh, interesting. It, but everything else about the kitchen is fantastic. But but the doors that he did it, it kind of he's kind of put like a two tone like hmm. just it, it, to me it looked like it was dated. But interesting. T- somebody else they may look at it and say, hey, it's fantastic. Yeah. So for a normal five hundred thousand dollar house, you know, kitchen reno, spend, you could probably spend, go fifty thousand. Yes, maybe tops? absolutely. You know what? And you could do that with appliances. Yeah. You know, fifty. You know, with appliance, fifty, sixty thousand. You got your a gorgeous kitchen. Yeah. Appliances, you know. cabinets, flooring, yeah. paint, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, number two, poorly conceived room additions. We've talked about additions on houses before. So really think about when you're adding to your house, how it should look and, and flow and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to make your, uh, if, you're put, if you're putting an addition on, make it look like it was built with the house when you built it. Right. Not like, you know, little pieces, you know, just like, because sometimes people try to save money. Um, the, the key part of putting an addition on an addition is is having it blend in with the roof line, and sometimes people you know that gets expensive, but it's lot it's worth it. It's worth it. But mm-hmm. if you start doing you know you lower the level and you got two roof lines, yes. But you, so you got to be careful in how you do that. I, I have a relative who is out in the wilderness in Burlington, and they have uh, I think three additions to their house. So they have a main house, yeah. Then they have an addition, and then another addition, and I, I think there's one more yeah, addition. Yeah, see, and people see that, and it's like yeah. uh, you know you know putting Legos together. Well, Legos it looks like one piece, but <laughs> exactly. but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number three, pools. So be careful when installing a pool. Yes. So um, a pool doesn't add – like if you're spending $60,000 on an in-ground pool and you know put landscaping in and everything, you're not going to get the $60,000. Um, one time I, I, I was saying to my wife that uh, – I go, honey, we just put this pool in. Our house is worth the same now uh, <laughs> with this pool than it was yesterday without right. the pool. So y- y- you got to be careful. Sometimes pool – people like don't like – uh, houses with pools. I never put a sign in the in on the front lawn that says in ground pool mm. unless it's a luxury home. Uh, I'll put that in, but on an average house, I don't because if somebody's looking for a house with a pool, mm-hmm. they'll find it because you know you check mark the box off on uh, on the listing. Yeah, but, uh, but a lot of people end up buying houses with pools weren't looking for a house with a pool. Right. So. Uh, room conversions. This one is is interesting. As much as you might want a, a home office or a gym, it's usually not a great idea to fully convert a bedroom or garage into a room for another use. So converting rooms that they weren't intentionally yes, a lot of people for. convert. Uh, 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 they turn a, a garage into a family room, right? Or a man so cave, they, right? yeah. And and they and they end up uh, losing uh, a garage now. And unless you can convert it back, and sometimes it's tough for yeah, some well, of these sure. to, to convert it back. Uh, just a couple of minutes left here. Uh, we got two more to get to. Quirky customization. So, you know, weird wallpaper, textured walls. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Or even even weird uh, cabinets and kitchens and yep. bathrooms, like colors and, and they may, 
like and sometimes some stuff is built into the house that's weird and it, it hurts it, it does hurt the sale because mm. people have to go in and rip it out and redo it last one before we go wall-to-wall carpeting not as popular as it used to be. No, everybody wants hardwood floors. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people do like carpet still. And uh, a friend of mine was asking, should I go carpets upstairs? And I go, if you love carpet, just do it in your in your master bedroom. And that's it. And I and I said, but do hardwood. Hardwood's always gonna out, out rule everything yeah. else. Yeah. Stay in the test of time. Yeah. Again, congrats on the Luminary of Distinction Award. Uh, we're back next Saturday at nine here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML.